From the studios of WFAN, this is Mike Zahn, Francesca on the fan on this uh, beautiful Friday afternoon as we kick off the Memorial Day weekend. I know a lot of you kicked it off last night. You can tell by the traffic. And as I've said many times, you know, these holidays have been extended now where it used to be in our early days or my early days of radio, the Friday of Memorial Day weekend was one of the biggest shows of the year in terms of traffic and people in their cars. Now it starts on Thursday night. A lot of people don't, you know, they play hooky on Friday. You should see this place. I came into this place. There's nobody here. I mean, Mons is here because he had to be here. There's nobody, zero, nobody in the building. And why not? It's a gorgeous day. And, you know, I'm sure the golf courses are crowded and the beaches are crowded. It's a beautiful day. And it's not supposed to be a great weekend, so you grab what you can grab. Same thing with Thanksgiving. You know, people bolt out on Tuesday night now, and they're not there when Wednesday used to be that day. Now it starts on Tuesday. So if you had to work today, so be it. If you're just traveling around, so be it. We are underway for this Memorial Day weekend where you take the first real look at your baseball team. Historically, the first measuring point of a baseball season is Memorial Day weekend. The uh, Mets got a good start last night in Milwaukee uh, on a lot of levels as they will play the Brewers again this evening with Syndergaard on the mound. The Yankees, after a day off, get ready to uh, take on the Angels. Then in come the Astros on Memorial Day. The Mets will spend Memorial Day in Atlanta, so both teams shift after Sunday, but both will be in action, as they should, Memorial Day afternoon. I have always been a proponent of Memorial Day, 4th of July, Labor Day afternoon baseball. I mean, that's, I think it's part of it. I think it's part of the tradition. It's part of the lore of the sport. That should be something that's there all the time. I, I don't like it any other way. There should be day games, and there are this year on those days. As a matter of fact, Mets are going to play two a day night in Atlanta. Yankees will play the Astros. So first, the Angels. We know Otani's not pitching. We've already been through that, so everyone can, you know, all the enormous outrage. All right, listen. They decided not to pitch him. So what? Well, everyone will survive. Everybody will survive the fact that it didn't happen. And you know what they're doing? They're protecting their pitcher. He's a young pitcher. They're protecting him. We all know what they're doing. They're saying this could be a very tough place to start the game. We're going to pass. That's all. Put him in the lineup as a hitter. We'll play him all three games as a hitter, and he will pass as a uh, pitcher this time around. So, listen, everyone's a little disappointed. You might be more disappointed with the fact it might rain a lot on Sunday, so that could be more disappointing too. But it would have been Atani and Tanaka there. Basketball got a lot more interesting last night. Uh, I have to tell you I was surprised that Golden State lost that game. The Paul injury, you knew after last night he wasn't going to play game six. You hope he's healthy for Game 7 just because you don't want Houston to have the what-ifs and we would have done this. You know, it's funny. You see how much Iguodala means to Golden State. But Golden State just is playing like they – like they, not that they're just off, but that it's hard for them to just get focused. And, you know, Steve Kerr made some – he likes to make a lot of comments. And I, I, I mentioned yesterday, I said, Steve Kerr should pay a little less attention to what the NFL is doing because he did comment on the NFL's ridiculous or idiotic, as he called it, uh, anthem, which I have to agree with. I agree with him wholeheartedly on that. But he might want to pay a little more attention to his team because Golden State's 
execution in the final two minutes of that game, considering their personnel, was nothing short of embarrassing. I mean, 24-second violations, turning the ball over. With the players they have on the floor, you want Cook to shoot it down one? Cook, who looked around and said, please, not me, anybody but me, and then shot it like he had a medicine ball that he was shooting. Cook didn't want to shoot that. He didn't want any part of that shot. And then, of course, not being able to execute a timeout to inbound the ball in the front court. They didn't even do that right. And then wound up turning the ball over as I gather they thought Curry was going to get fouled. No, no way down to, or in your case, if you're used to it, up to, are you going to intentionally foul Curry in that spot? Because with a head of steam coming into the forecourt, if you go near him to try and give a foul, he is going to hoist that thing to the basket and get three free throws and beat you with the three free throws, and he's going to get them. And he might make it the boot because of the tra- how about it. So you can't go near him and ever take a chance of fouling him when he's got a head of steam going because he is going to absolutely fling it as soon as you come near him. So I don't believe that. So that ball never should have gone to green as it, as it did, and they wind up not even getting a shot off. That is as bad of the execution from Golden State in those two minutes as anything you could ever see. And from the Houston standpoint, here's who I want to take in the shots last night. Gordon, that's who I want to take in the shot. That's the guy, if I'm Houston, I want shooting the ball. Gordon, I don't want Paul shooting it. I don't want Harden shooting it. I want Gordon shooting it. And he was the difference in the game last night. I know Paul made a couple of just rainmakers, but those guys shot 11 for 41. 11 for 41. Harden and Paul. And won the game. That's because Golden State turned it over 72 times. So you go back for game six, which Golden State will romp in, and then you get game seven, and now the big story will be, does Paul play? Does he not play? Does he pull? You know, that, he'll try to play. Who knows how healthy he'll be on that, uh, on that hamstring. I still think Golden State's going to win that series, unfortunately, because I'd love to see them lose, but I, I just don't think they will. But game six first there, and game six tonight, I know the theme has been that LeBron is tired. He clearly has been. You're, not, you, you're seeing a guy who clearly has gotten tired. He's dismissed that, but he can dismiss it all he wants. The second half of his 44-point performance the other day, he didn't have any rebounds in the second half. He had one assist. You're not seeing the effort plays at all. You're not seeing the block shots. You're not seeing the rebounds. You're not seeing an offensive rebound. You're not seeing what you normally see. You're seeing a tired player. Who can score, but he's a tired player. Tonight, I'm sure they did everything they can to prop him up. I'm sure he'll come out with a lot of energy, even if it's a little bit of a false bravado. I'm sure he'll have a lot of energy, and I'm sure he'll be crazed early in the game tonight. And then get ready for Game 7. Because the Celtics, who haven't beaten anybody, they've won one game on the road this year uh, and have not lost at home. I, I would be stunned if they won Game 6. Stunned. I don't think that will happen. And most of these games are over in the first quarter. I mean, the way things have been going. Most of them are usually, you know, you're down 16, 15 in the first quarter, the way these games have gone almost every game. I mean, they're over early. And then it's a long chase the rest of the night. So that's the NBA part of it. We'll touch on the uh, 
Stanley Cup Finals with the play-by-play guy uh, from the Golden Knights, who I gather is a Mons tells me a big fan of the show, so we're going to put him on. So uh, his name is Dan Duva. I asked Mons if he's related to the Duvas. He's not, right? He's not. He's not. He's spelled differently. Not related to the Duvas. Okay, so he's not related to the boxing Duvas, who we knew well, including Dan Duva. Um, so not related. But he's a play-by-play guy. Is he from Jersey? Is he a local kid who went out there? Is that what? Is that why he knows the show so well? Is he? Is he a local guy who went out to, to, to New Jersey? Is he a local guy who went out to Vegas? Yes, he's a local guy. Okay, who's out in Vegas and he's now the play-by-play guy for the team, and he wants to come on and talk about his team. So we will as they went get to ready. and Fordham. Okay, oh, he went to Fordham and the Syracuse. Okay, so uh, his name is actually is Dan Duva, but spelled differently. And yes. he will join us later in the program to talk about what's going on in Vegas as they get ready for a Monday, a Monday night start for the Stanley Cup final. Washington, who I actually tell you I'm rooting for because I just think Ovechkin has – I've watched him so many times give his heart and soul. I just think he – I know he's not popular with a lot of people, but I think he's just played so hard he deserves to win. And he was over, really overjoyed the other day when he finally got to the conference final. One more step to go. I know the whole world's rooting for the Golden Knights. I didn't see who was favored. I'm sure the Knights are favored in the series, right? Uh, they are, but slight. Not, not they are. They're a seven to five favorite for the series, which is slight. Uh, that's that's where they are. So nothing overwhelming uh, for that. And then obviously all the baseball birds coming back tomorrow. Yankees have to make a very big roster cut. They, you know, they can take the easy road and lop off a pitcher for a couple of days and see where they are, or they got to send Austin down, which I don't think they want to do. But I, I, they don't really have a choice. So we'll see where that takes us. We might not hear about that tomorrow because Bird's not going to be activated until tomorrow. Uh, so we get ready this evening with Severino on the mound as the Angels uh, come to town. Syndergaard off last night's game. A very good performance uh, for Mats. A very good start to the road trip. And you got to give the Mets credit from this standpoint. Their record is not terrible. Now, the division has changed f- tremendously from what everybody thought it would be. It's not the division at all that anybody thought it would be. It was a division that you said, wow, the Mets and Washington are going to capitalize on playing all these games against these three teams. But, you know, Philly and Atlanta are very different teams than people expected this year. So we'll get to that. We'll get to the the Yankees and the Angels and their roster. Uh, Everything else going on in baseball. A couple interesting guys getting jettisoned as far as that's concerned. Uh, That may be available, so we have that to deal with, too. So a very, very busy uh, Memorial Day Friday program, and we'll get it all rolling right after this.